Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our. Oh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marianne Barnett, Joe's. We each and every Saturday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. with Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Things that you want to talk about. Things you need to see. Things we all need to be informed about. We want to talk about that and have solve some of the problems. There are so many things that are going on now. That let us not lose track. One of the big things that is coming up now, school is about to restart. But they're not getting much vacation now. I don't know if it's a good idea to have year-round schooling or not. There are those who say it should be. That's the way it should be year-round. Schooling should be year-round. There are those who say that the children needs a vacation. Now, that's, that's something uh, to be discussed. But it's something much deeper I want to discuss here. Is every child that graduates from the Dallas Independent School District, or any school district in the state of Texas or in the Southwest, every child should have to have passed two years that would be four semesters of Spanish. Every child should have to have four semesters of Spanish. What do you think about that? Should all children have Spanish? They're all required to take English and we have another language that's well-spoken in the southwestern part of the United States and all really all over the United States. But every child should get at least two years of it. How do you feel about that? Getting two years of Spanish every child and this could happen as for as low a grade as all your middle schools 7th 8th grade because the younger the mind is the easier it is to teach a foreign language I'd say some other people it wouldn't be foreign it would be teach them the just the advancement of their language Yes. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. What do you think about all children having two years of Spanish? If they're not proficient in Spanish, then two years should be enough to make all children proficient in Spanish. Should be. Should be. All righty. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, good morning. And uh, we have uh, Aman on uh, line one. All right. Who? Aman. Aman? Yes. All right. Good morning, Aman. Good 
Good morning, so how are you doing? Fine, how are you doing? So far, so good. By the way, I wake up almost every Saturday morning to make sure that I listen to your show. And Thank you. You called to give an opportunity for people to speak. I really appreciate that. Yes, uh, uh-huh. On the, on the issue you just mentioned, uh, every student should have take the Spanish language in order to graduate. I am actually against that. The reason for that being is that almost 40% of the students who graduate in high school and the state of Texas, they have not even mastered the English language. They yeah. have not even mastered the capability to attend college. And instead of making this thing politicizing it, Oh, one second, sir. Uh, you're not coming through on me. It might be my headset that's messed up. I can't, I can't uh, understand what you're saying. Now, what? Speak quickly. On um, what did you just say? What I said is that forty percent of the students who graduate high school in the state of Texas is what. Forty percent of the kids have graduated from high school is what? They have not proficient in English language. They have not mastered the English language enough to attend college. And you want to add another burden on each one of them? Wait, just hold That's one the second. Uh, well, hold up. Pierre, bring me this headset here. I can't, I, I can't hear him. I think it's my headset. I can't understand it. He's talking loud and plain, but I can't understand a word he's saying. Let's try this one. Try this one. Yeah. Stick it in there. I can't see it from here. Yeah, stick it on there. Where is it? Do it to me. Okay, sir. Well, cut it on. I'm not getting nothing. Yes. It All right. Hello? Hello? I'm not getting Okay, it. yeah, he uh, the the color is a uh, gun. Is he there? Yeah, no, no. He 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 hung up the phone. He hung the phone up. I really or maybe a signal issue. Yeah. All right, because I really want to hear what he's got to say. Yeah, let's see. If I could get the caller back right quick. Yeah. Do you hear better? I'm. I, I won't know until somebody. Okay. We get callers on. All right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We're talking this morning. Spanish for all children. Spanish. It's, just, it's spoken just as wide in the uh, Dallas Independent School District as English. And uh, why not those who don't speak Spanish learn Spanish? How they be bilingual? By the time they finish school, why? They should be bilingual. Call me, 972 647 
1893. Give me a call. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. That's the number. Then, see, in years ago, years ago, we could finish high school and would have gotten a trade coming out of high school in order we could go to work and get a good job. High school used to teach auto mechanics. High schools used to teach other skills, you know, that worked. And it was fantastic. You could come out of high school as a beautician, you know, a cosmetology was there. That used to be in high school. Why is it? And I don't want this to get caught up, Spanish to get caught up, in this, they all should stand strong, challenging our schools. We need to challenge our schools. All right, I'll answer for you now already. Yeah, thank you. All right. Who do we have? Give me, bring him up. Uh, Aman is back on uh, line two. Okay, on line two? Yes. Okay, put him on. All righty. Good morning. Hello, sir. How are you doing, Tom? Yes, now I can hear you. Yes. Uh, go right ahead. Perfect. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you is that at this moment, 40% of the kids who graduate high school. Is, is your radio on, sir? No, my radio is not on, sir. Hmm? My radio is not on. It's not on. Okay, go right ahead. 40% of the kids who graduate high school have not accomplished proficiency level of English language. He had, uh, 40% of the kids who finish high school has what? They have not accomplished the English language command to attend college. They cannot write and read proficiently. They can't read and write sufficiently? Yes, they do not. You said 40% of the kids that finish school yes. can't read yes, and write proficiently? They no, they don't. That's in the state of Texas. They have not been able to pass SAT or ACT. Therefore, why don't we concentrate on something that actually gives them the ability to increase their possibility of success rather than politicizing school? Why don't you give them something that will be a help with success? Yes, sir. Because you, well, we'll be... Writing, uh, English language, writing, reading, math, Look, 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 you can't pull, you can't, you can't pull that on me. Don't call him with that. You know good and well, a lot of jobs that are out there here in the Southwest, you have to be bilingual to get those jobs. So I know this will help. So don't try to pull that with me. Huh? What percentage of the jobs in America Well, for some reason, I I, I just can't understand you. It's it's a feedback somewhere on this line. I don't know what's going on. Uh, But 
I know that would be. There are many things that could help. But this was something we need that will strike out tremendously from the get-go. Strike out by being bilingual, all children. All right? Do you understand that the highest earners in America right now are Nigerian-born kids? Oh, what is... The second highest earners are Indian. Can you understand? I think that the, the no, speaker... I think your speaker is on or something like that because it's hard to hear, yeah. Okay. Uh, we can't hear him anymore. All right, let's go. Just let's move on. Okay. So we have uh, Beverly on the line one now. Beverly? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Beverly. Good morning. How you doing? Fine. How you doing this morning? Oh, boy, you be hitting me. I am fabulous this morning. Thank you. I just, you are so correct. You know, you're, you're not supposed to be a, a citizen of America unless you, and I don't, I don't like that word, because you're not a citizen of the other corporation. But mm -hmm. I took up Swahili, and I mm -hmm. took up Spanish, and at uh, Scott Island. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get it until I got to Scott Island. That was the career developmental school. Mm -hmm. you, you did, did, was it a DISD school? Yes, it is. Okay. I got it. That's my daughter's name. I got her name from Swahili. Uh -huh. I took up Spanish because I saw it was all of us here. Uh, and we, everybody needs to know how to speak that in everybody's language. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. What's your daughter's name? Patricia. It means sunshine. All right. Okay. It's good. It's good. Now, we have languages that are spoken here in Texas and Southwest. They are everyday languages. Why do we leave our children out? I leave ourselves out of what's going on around us. So it needs to be taught in our public schools. We're paying for them. It's That's very important. That, yeah, it's important that very I important. start with our children. Money. Yeah, with them having another language. Yes, and we just we don't get it. A language that they can use. A language that will help. Yes. Thank you for your call. Thank you, and have a fabulous weekend. Stay safe. Okay, sure thing. All righty. I close the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, PF? Uh, we have uh, Tony on uh, line uh, three. Tony? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? All right. Yes, go right uh, ahead. Yes. Um, I've been saying it for years because it does two things, like you said. It makes them bilingual in a language that we use every day in, in this part of the country. Mm -hmm. And also, it's a job opening opportunity. Right. Such as this. Mm -hmm. Right now, many school districts need Spanish teachers. Mm -hmm. How many black teachers know Spanish? Very few. And if they did, they'd get those uh, tax, not tax benefits, those incentives 
to teach Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, then, as a black person in business, I might need somebody to interpret uh, what somebody who has a Spanish business is saying to me. And I know somebody who speaks Spanish just like me. Mm-hmm. I, now, I'm going to get some um, personal. I've been with my son for another year. And I wanted him to learn Latin. Very few schools teach that. But he's he's in Russia. Now, what people don't know is this. The United States government paid at least $100,000 or close to it for being bilingual in languages they need to be interpreted, Mm -hmm. like Arabic and Russian or whatever, like Chinese. Mm-hmm. What we have done is this. We have said, well, this is American and we need to learn English. But we need to speak English. It's not a question or argument. Look at your African, our African uh, brothers and sisters who come here speaking five, six languages. Mm-hmm. And their native tongue. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't hurt them. And guess what? Corporate America will, will value somebody who speaks more than one language. If, I'm, I'm here a good example. If your son... English and my son speak two languages and they graduate college but mm-hmm. both of them have everything equal I mean academics everything mm-hmm. who are you going to hire and both of them black now both of yeah. them black yeah you can hire the bilingual, the bilingual person who you will feel is more qualified to meet the average customer that comes in that door because yeah. you have Blacks, Hispanics, and all uh, shop at the same shop in order to just go in the store and buy something. Many times you need to be bilingual to get exactly what you want because a lot of times they put people in there that really aren't that bilingual and they don't understand what you're saying. But if you speak in their language... You can get what you need. But I'm up against a short break right now, okay? All right, thank you. 972-647-1893 is the number to call, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with the All right, we're back. We're back. All righty. Who do we have? Uh, we, we have uh, Tony on uh, line one now. Tony? Yep. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Rose Burnett. How are you? I'm all good. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I I want I just called to express my opinion on on Spanish being Um, I think mm-hmm. the school system is well behind schedule on requirement for Spanish. Mm-hmm. I, I think a child, a child old enough to talk, they need to know. I know we as adults, we all probably have experience. And I'm, I'm going to use a simple way I say that. I know we all as adults probably have experience in some time in our life. We went to a business somewhere at some kind of occasion where you got Spanish some Spanish talking people that will speak Spanish within one another and they don't have to speak English too 
but they would use that as a advantage just to say something not knowing we not understanding what they're saying. And mm-hmm. see, they, I have been, it, it, I have experienced that. And believe me or not, I have asked the guy, hey, what you say, what you tell him? <laughs> and I mean, because, you know, you can be in a situation, one can be telling the other, let's cut his throat. And you, you don't want to know that? Hmm. <laughs> that well, you're paying for an uh, education uh, that you're not getting. Right. You're right. not getting if uh, languages as prevalent as Spanish is here in the south, especially the southwest part of America, as prevalent as it is, uh, and you're not being taught that. You're not getting your money's worth for what you're paying in your taxes on uh, your school taxes. It should be taught at least two years. Yes, it, yes, it should. And, and if a parent, if a parent say, "Well, I don't want my child taught that," I'm not. They got enough to learn. I don't need them to. to I don't want them to learn that. This system still should require others, like you say, at least two years. And, 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 and at least they say they had a chance to learn. You know, they can't say, well, I, I, somebody teach, somebody's over here at this job talking Spanish and I can't understand what they're saying. At least you, you had a chance to learn. Well, here's what, here's what. What if a parent says, well, I don't want my, my child taking mathematics. What would they do? Okay. Okay. What would happen? That's right. What What would happen? It, 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 I think some parents, you have to I think them, that because they would do things and uh, have uh, something really good for their children and fight against it. Right. And uh, sometimes you have to just I think them because if people haven't been exposed to certain things, they don't really understand what's going on. Yes. All right. We thank you for your call. That clears the line 972-647-1893. All right. Who do we have? Uh, we have uh, Mr. T. Mr. T? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Mr. T. Greg Wright. Yes. Go right ahead. Well, I really think it's coming up in uh, great, we used to take a language arts class. Uh, but we haven't taken that in a while uh, since I've been out of school. But uh, I made it my business as an instructor uh, to be able to go back to the African classical language. And so what that language is, is the hieroglyphs that they read on the Egyptian wall of Turkey. Because that's the African language of class of uh, of the Nile Valley, and uh, once we start there, you know we go outward. 
Because we don't now, even which, that Let me ask you, which one you think is the most important for African-American children right now to learn Spanish or an African language right now? If you were to say what's most important as far as what we're doing, as far as who we connect with and do business with, yeah, yeah, we do need to know Spanish. Because those are the people... Well, that's what I'm talking about this morning. Sure, I'd love for us to uh, take an African language, too. You know I'd love that. But I'm looking at our financial situation, and I'm looking at the situation we're in right now in America, where things might come down so hard, there's something happening, that we need to know more than just the English language. And our children yeah, will have to face this. And we faced yeah, they, it. We've, we've faced yeah, they, it. I'm speaking. Yeah, we, they, we, we faced this. You want me to cut you off, sir? We, can't, we both right can't in. speak at the same time. Now, we need to be in a position where we can take care of ourselves. We need to be in a uh, situation where we can do things that we should be able to do. That That's everyday common sense. But we're letting this slide by. So what do you think? Well, I do know uh, what you're saying is true. But like I mentioned before, I mean, learning your classic language is important. I mean, the Spanish people, the Spanish speaking is, you know, all over the place, that's their classical language. So, you know, we have adopted or have to learn that language. You see, so they've already established that. So we need to, you know, understand that if we're going to be able to connect with people, I mean, we do need to learn the importance of learning classical languages. So uh, what I'm saying is you're right. Okay, but at the same time, we need to understand our purpose. Because that's what we are. Like the Spanish people, that's who they yeah, are. Yeah, but we ain't doing much of nothing in America. Hello? Here's another yes, group of people that have come in here. Came, outdid us in businesses, in almost everything you can, and they guess whose money they used to get over? Us, we. Every group comes in here and come and set up stores and businesses in our community and get enough money to get over and they move on. But if we can if we can speak the same language they speak when you walk up, they're not going to speak English. They're going to speak other languages. We uh, speak Spanish, so we need to know. Since it's spoken so widely here in the Southwest part of the United States, we need to learn that language. Hello. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have here? We have uh, Davis on uh, line one. Davis. Yeah. All right. Good morning, Davis. Hi, how are you? 
How you do, sir? Fine. How are you? Oh, I have peace of mind. Brother Barnett, I can tell the future is amazing because you're going to with China. They've been teaching mainstream for the last 50 years in all the New England states. I had my grand, one of my grandchildren take the course and major to Chinese, your man, when the president of the United States up on the third party that he's created, which gonna split the Democratic and Republican. And his party. Well, I, I'm not being able to understand you. Something is wrong with these phone lines. They just went wrong when I came on there. Uh, 972-647-1893. Yeah, uh, speak now and see if I can understand you. I said the future is major, which is Chinese. And if Andrew Yang and the president of the United States, that means that the Chinese are infiltrated us through a third party. And that's what's going to go on right now. Hoping to take the power out of the Democratic and Republican Party, put this boy in the office, and you're going to be doing business with China. So you need to learn Chinese. Well, let, let me say something. Let me say something. We can't do business with China or nobody when all we have is separating us. Is a river which is in most places not very deep. Well, 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 but you can't do business right now with people right across a shallow river and and right living next door to you and everything else. And how are we going to do business? Let's be realistic about this thing. How are we going to do business with China? We do business with China. What? If you, if you look on your phone, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Uh, slow down because there's something in these phone lines I cannot hear. I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I want to hear you. Uh, say that again. I said that language of the is Mandarin, which is Chinese. They've been teaching it in the New England states for 50 years to their children. Who, live in New, who, who lives in New England? One of my grandchildren took Mandarin. She speaks this fluently. Well, what's and the basic, uh, the what's the basic population in New England? The language, the classic language. You're not going to listen? Hey, 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 hey. hey. You're not going to listen? Are you going to listen? Cut him off. Cut him off. I'm tired of this. You're just going to talk over me. All right. Who do we have next? So we have uh, Imani. Imani on uh, line four. Good morning, Imani. Good morning, morning. Imani. Yes, go right ahead. Uh We still have one on the air. Okay. There might be something wrong with the lines, okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but see, line one needs to be cut off. He's off. He was off. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Remember that old saying we used to like that white you right, yellow you mellow, brown still around? Mm-hmm. I say that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah I, I, somehow, I don't know why people can't wake up. And they sleep, they won't come together. 
But remember, the, the, the Haitians come across the border. They make them, they send them on a bus and send them back. I uh, no, sent them on 747s back to Haiti. But they're letting yeah. everybody else come into the United States. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Claude Anderson, y'all pray for them, by the way. I think with Dr. Claude Anderson, Powernomics, uh, uh, we talk about that on page, I think, page 60. Uh, they had a plan. Where it's called immigration. Immigra- I mean, it's called immigration. They have immigration laws. They let certain people come over. Yeah. They, they, they let them come over do you remember back this has been about 25 years ago or more when they had this thing with uh, the Haitians and the Cubans coming into America and they were t- going yeah. out into uh, Ocean Atlantic and everything and turning some round they would turn the no, Haitians around and, and let the Cubans come in. They were drowning them. The American government was drowning them. Yeah, those people that would turn around going back, trying to get back to Haiti, most of them did round because they they made here on rafts. They didn't come That's on right. ships, yeah. They came on rafts. But okay, my, my grandmother told me, Mom and Mom, they said, white you write, yellow you never, brown stay around, black stay back. Yeah. And still, they talk about every, everybody's getting some forgiveness, and, and especially, Democrats especially, uh, the Democrats are giving them executive orders. They won't even pass the George Floyd bill. They won't give us the reparation bill, that's the only thing. Well, now we're talking about the homosexuals and marriage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the same old story, but we can, we need to wake up and come together. Our powers are not being together. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do that. Yeah, but see, the difficulty in that is the alternative, if we switch, say, from the Democratic Party, the Republicans don't want us. This is why I'm trying to get us, gather us together right here in America in mass numbers and say, wake up, people. You sleep, you think you're alive, you're awake and everything, but you're sleeping things off. That's easily done. That's easily done coming together. And these are things we can do. We need our own party. We need to get out there. Nobody ever invited us in the party. We weren't invited into the party. No. And if you read the Constitution, we were only three-fifths when it ratified in 1787, I think. Other but, than a I few mean, federal co- Congress people, who could we elect as but, uh, just us? <laughs> who could we elect? I listen to your, your ministry. The only way we're going to do this Somehow, I don't know how we're going to do this. We have to start coming. I don't know. I say uh, we start loving one another like we pretend we love Jesus. We would come together. But that's the only thing, salvation, that we have right now. If we don't love one another, we cannot love God, you know? Yeah. And, and, and we got to get rid of all these little inches, these differences that we have. We have too many differences. And we need one thing we ain't got on time. We're all black. And we need to understand that. If I don't care if you're black gay, black whatever you are, black woman, black dead, black that. But you need to be one people and that's black. Well, yeah, if you got the answer to that right now, man, you, you're on top of it. <laughs> really, whoever have the answer to that. 
Ah, thank you. Give me another favor, Pastor. Huh? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I'll be over there and see you in a couple of days. You going to his clinic? Yeah, I've been there. I'm going to make an appointment because one thing about that, I know he's got a beautiful facility, but... Isn't that beautiful? Yes. And I'm going to use him because I trust him because he's the same that I am. I believe you will take care of me. Thank you. And you are so right. You're so right, Imani. Thank you. We are, I'm completely out of time. You can get me at 214-972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. And we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm going to keep it with All right. We're back. We're back. You can reach me at 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, Albert on uh, line two. Albert, all yeah. right. Good morning, Albert. Morning, Albert. This is Robert. Robert? Oh, Robert, sorry. Robert, Robert. Robert. Well, good morning, Robert. Good morning, Rev. You are absolutely yeah. correct about me need to learn to speak Spanish, especially our children, because when you go into doctors' offices, banks, everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, Hispanics are there because they're bilingual and they could deal with, with, with everybody. Thank you. And, and right now, uh, even the, the black doctors have Hispanics, and, and, and it's best to, for someone to be bilingual because if you're trying to make some money, you know, yeah. uh, even, you know, to translate, because these people have money, they work, and see, right now we have become dependent on other races for our food, clothes, shelter, employment, you know, our dope, our alcohol, I mean, we, we, we're dependent on, on others, and, and it's time for us to to start depending on each other because at one time America mm-hmm. depended on black Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're the ones that, that, that built the economy here in America for rich folk, rich white corporations and companies today. All that come off the backs and, and free labor of black Americans. That's right. But now we are just, we are the number one consumers and, and the, gladi- the sports gladiators of America. And that's what they depend on us for, the entertainment and our consumer dollars. And we make megabucks doing that. But also, Robert, is something that uh, you could teach is how take a small amount of money and then turn it into millions. You did it. You didn't. As soon as you got your hands on a dollar, you didn't go buy your brand new Cadillac and everything else, you know. You, 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 put, you put your money to good use. Right, but, you, but I had to have discipline, Ray. Like, I know. When, when, I tell my, my, when I tell my story, that right, I've been on hardwood 45 years nonstop. Mm-hmm. I've been burglarized more than 50 times. My car's been vandalized more than 250 times. My 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 bill, and they pull the, the copper wine out of my building two times. They mm-hmm. got on top of my building and took my the copper out of my condenser. It, I left my lot one day and had 11 cars on my lot. And I come back the next morning, they stole all 11 of my cars, you know. So I could continue that story. But, you know, 
I had to stand up and, 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 and fight and believe in myself and, you know, Reverend, and it wasn't, it was not easy. It was not easy. And, and most people would have quit that first couple of burglaries. Well, you know, cause, and then I'm struggling. I ain't had no money. I didn't go, I went in business with three $100 bills, you know, and, well, and everybody has always underestimated uh, my ability. Well, here's what, Robert, something I noticed else that you need to give credit to. Boy, you you have a good wife yes. that stuck with stick with you through thick and thin. It's it's thick now, but it has been some thin. And uh, oh, yeah. and uh, oh yeah, it's, it's, see it's, when a, when a, when a, when in 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 and ladies and gentlemen, if you have a partner that's really trying to make it, stick with them. Stick with them, you, because you're just going the same more average way or all the other way. Work for the man until you get too old and you die and everything, and really never have left nothing for your children and your grandchildren. And like the Bible tells you to do, you say we love Jesus, but we don't do what He say when it comes leaving money to our children and grandchildren, your children's children. So, but you are. Uh, you and your wife have stuck together, and wow, look what you look! You, you know, you can you can buy your hamburger now. You know, it's it, just like yes, but yeah, it's a, you know, and and I say this to everyone. I mean, it's it's difficult out here, but until we as a people come together, I mean, right now we should be so strong in America from our past. Right. More strong than anybody that, that come across that border, that come into the shores of America. We should be stronger than ever any race of people. Yeah. You know, and I wrote that, I wrote about this, what you're talking about today, Rev, on Facebook. I wrote about exactly what you were talking about today. Uh -huh. This morning. You know, so we're 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 on time with it, Rev. We we're on time, but right now, it, it, let me say this one thing, Rev. Now, but you know, you I've, you I've always talked about the banks not lending money right. into our communities. Okay, mm -hmm. when they did below I thirty, Channel A David Schechter told the whole story and convicted all of these banks on how they've been treating black Americans in, yeah. in, in development in Southern Dallas. Right. Now, you have had not one protest. He convicted them. We were the jury, and we let them off. You have not heard one protest. Mm -hmm. You have not seen one picket sign in front of not one of those banks. And, and we accepted this. Yes, well, see, the thing about it, when people don't understand commerce and don't understand how businesses run in America, they let things like that go by. But it's enough talk have been gone on this to try to, to somebody ought to be motivated. We don't, we, we go there and we think we have these great politicians and all this and that. They never speak about banks lending they never speak about it. We got yeah. preachers in the pulpit who will not open up and tell you how things should be done. We got people on every level. Teachers in school that will not teach you uh, uh, lessons about how commerce is transferred in America. 
just people just don't do it. They just won't do it. Well, so, and we're suffering for it. We, we're suffering. We're suffering because of that too, Rev. We're suffering, suffering greatly. Right. See, when 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 these mega churches collect their money, the tide money, and they take it to the bank on Monday, the banks take it and loan it to white people to develop their communities, mm-hmm. and we get nothing. We get nothing. Look at our community. Gentrification is taking place all over South Dallas. Oh, man, yes, all sir. All over the inner city, right. Yeah, uh, they, they named it over there where your, your car dealership is. Yeah, you're in the Cedars now. You used to be in South Dallas. You're in the Cedars. <laughs> Have anybody come to buy your station yet? Well, they offer me money, Red. They offer me money, you know. Uh, you know. But and then, then you know, Red is something that. When when you when you going into these finance institutions, you can have all the collateral you want. I went to a bank and they said that I was offering too much collateral for the loan, and nobody's ever heard that before. No. Now they got a deal. They, when you get to the top, <clears throat> and they say, "Well, you got everything. You qualify everything, but you don't have enough liquidity." Yes, and you have to have enough money to pay off whatever we loan you on the side. Yeah, that's like that's always telling you you too qualified for the job. <laughs> but Rev, but Rev, stay strong, Rev, because you know you've been fighting for us for for over thirty years on this radio, telling us about what's happening to us, what we need to do, how we need to do it, and we still at zero in this city. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I think I've inspired a few. I I get that oh, listening yeah. call, and I've inspired a few, but not oh, nearly, yeah. by not nearly enough, though. But yeah. you're talking to everybody. You're talking to all all of us. You ain't just that few. You're saying the same thing that them that few listen to what you're saying and and was able to be helped. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. We, it, we. Your message. Your message, man. But. Everybody, even even not just black people. Your mm-hmm. message have been for white folks, Hispanics. Oh yeah, everybody. white folks. Yeah, white folks yeah. have gained on it. They've come called right. me and told me, that, yeah, white folks. But <laughs> but black folk, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> but Rev, you always say the same thing that I say to myself. I got to you got to stay strong. Got to stay strong. Gotta okay. Stay strong. All right. All right, <laughs> Rob. Yeah, right. thank you. That closes the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? We have uh, Billy on uh, line uh, three. Yes. B- Billy? Billy, yeah. All right. Good morning, uh, Billy. Yeah, I guess. Is it Billy? Yeah. It's Billy. Uh-huh, yes. And I was calling this morning. I had uh, listened to the program earlier, and I was I missed writing down where Paul Porter is going to be this afternoon with the uh, the live stream concert that he's going to have. Paul Porter? Uh, yes. He's going to be in uh-huh. Dallas. I know he was on. Uh, mm-hmm. Good morning. What was that? He was on national TV yesterday in New York, so he's he'll be in Dallas today, huh? Yes, uh, hon. He was on you all's program early this morning, and I missed writing down the name of the church where he's going to be this afternoon. Oh, I, I don't have it. And uh, if those who heard that 
call me back and so I can announce it uh, where okay. Paul Porter is going to be. I'll announce All it. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank I, you. I thank you so much. Uh-huh. All Bye-bye. right. Uh-huh. All right. 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Who do we have on there? Uh, Bobby is on the line one now. Bobby? Bobby, yeah. All righty. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you? Good morning. Just enjoying the program. I catch it every Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And you're doing yeah. fantastic. And I'm agreeing with everything you said. The Thank you. I explained to him that the way this thing was going uh, 40 years ago, this boy's 40 years old, and I got one thirty-five, and did none of them take Spanish. And I told him that then, back then, when he was on the job, talking about bothering you, bothering you, this was 40 years ago. Well, don't you feel funny sometimes when you walk in, they talk in English, but as soon as you get close, they it switches to Spanish, and you don't know what's going on around you? These contractors that I'm working on my rent houses, I'm not rent houses, so the contractors I'm working on my rent houses, when you can talk their language, that they understand, they seem more sympathetic to you, you can negotiate prices, you can lower the prices, you can understand them what they're saying, but you got to be able to understand it. I uh, now nah. seven to six years well, old. Just have it taught in school. That's that's isn't that what's what's hard about that? We had to take a foreign language when we graduated. We had mail shop. We had electric shop. We had automotive. Mm-hmm. Come on, I, I went to work. I took auto, automotive uh, 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 mechanic. Mm-hmm. When I went to the Ford Motor Company over there on East Grand, started working on the chassis assembly line. I was like twenty nine years old. Okay. So the Mexicans over there, if you can communicate with them, they would socialize with you. Even yeah, in prison, they do. They, mm-hmm. they would spread in prison. And the black guys that could speak their language fluently, they would cater to them and they would color them in them and they'll take you under their arm. They had their little spreads, what we call spreads. They had their little, 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 mix all the food together, everybody coming from. But the ones that could speak Spanish, the ones that couldn't speak no Spanish, they would ignore them. So you got to be able to speak the language. Mm-hmm. They got the, they got the construction sold up. So on my rent houses, I can't find no black contractors. I mean, I had to struggle, struggle. I had to pay fourteen thousand dollars for just one foundation to lift the house up and get a level. Let's get it. Well, they, they, they look when you put your nose to the grind and you're given the opportunity and want a better life and have lived a hard life. Uh, yes. You're going to do well. You find we were like that uh, uh, just after slavery in Reconstruction. They talk about uh, Reconstruction. Do you know really who was doing all the construction? Blacks. Black people. We were doing all the constru- We were doing the construction. We were doing the, the planting and uh, raising farms and everything. This is why Jim Crow rose up so hard because whites had not learned how to do it and they could not do it because they could not take the heat from the sun from candy cane like blacks could and blacks was was advancing fast in America. But they had to come up with these Jim Crow laws and Jim Crowism to really hold us back. They had to. 
What would it take? I'm, I'm just going to ask you a question. We'll get off the phone. What would it take for blacks to get together and form another a uh, 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 little black wall street like they had in Tulsa? Those people didn't get along. Those people. Uh, if we could get some open-minded uh, business people, open-minded business people, we don't need uh, really. Our educators have failed us as worse, as bad as anybody. Because with their education, they go to college, they should be able to come out putting, trying to put people together and bring us to a certain point. Rather than they put more emphasis, and it should be, you should speak the king's language, but it's more emphasis on that. The emphasis should have been on, since we have a partner now, they don't care anything about us now, and I don't blame them, uh, uh, Hispanic people, uh, for the most part. But you got a lot of them. We'll do business with you and get with you. But we don't speak the language. We don't speak the language. And we need, see, and when we don't speak the language and they do and they get to talking, they can put pull anything over on us. We don't know what's going on around us. Yeah. They they praise the job, and sometimes I give them the job, they don't ever show up. You know, so I had to get to a mess. Again, when I give it to a mess, they come by and say, that's what's wrong with you, black. Yeah, I said, well, I couldn't find nobody to do it. Nobody want to crawl up the ground, on the ground, and they do it. But the best can you do it, but they're going to charge you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you but now, from now on, don't give up so easy on blacks. Please don't. Because yeah. we're the only race that do that. Give up we easy. Got but we, we got to... Do business. Now, I agree with you. We got to do business well. And we got many black companies that do very good jobs, but they're not nearly enough. They're not nearly enough. But we have some that can do some great jobs. Black man's hand, but you know I really see $15,000. Black man's hand, I do. Hey, them can be taxed. Them can be good at the video. And they was over here five days. Five days, give me five stuff off the ground. You know, I'm going to do this from a granddaughter. You said a, a wonderful thing earlier. The Bible says a good man, a good man, he'll leave some for his kids and the grandkids. I'm doing this for my eight-year-old granddaughter. She was, so, she was so amazed. She was just eight years old. I said, this is going to be yours, but your daddy, he don't get nothing. He don't even have a high school education. He go to school. He can't do to go to school. Well, I'm going back to the high, uh, uh, There are a whole lot of black people that have high school education, but they, don't, they can't make a living because they didn't learn anything. That was going to prepare them for what they're going to face out here. They're not bilingual. They did not get out of mechanics or a lot of the jobs that we used to get coming out of high school because they quit teaching this in high school. You know, women used to come out of there and could fix hair and do a lot of different things. And see, we need to get back to basics where you can earn a living coming after you could jet out of high school. It's 8 o'clock, and I got to run. I thank you for your call. And we reach us at 972 
647-1893. Have a good day. And uh, we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? All right, we're we're ready back. We're gonna continue in this subject, and uh, we want to get people opinion, and we want to get things passed to get things done with the DISD that should have been done years ago. Should have been done. Uh Two years of English. I mean, I'm sorry, two years of Spanish should be taught to every child that finish uh, the Dallas Independent School District. Two years, two years. And want to hear what you think about it. And tomorrow morning, 9.30, 9.30, Heaven and Joy Church, we're presenting you. And, uh, we're speaking. Marion Barnett Sr. is how you get us. Marion Barnett Sr. All righty. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Pierre? Yep. Who uh, do we have? We have uh, Reverend Wigan on uh, line one. Reverend Wiggins? Yes. All righty. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Wigan. Bless you. Uh, uh-huh. uh, good and wanted to know the name of the church for Paul Porter. Yes, you got, you got the name? It's going to be Greater Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church. Greater Macedonia, is that out on Bruton Road? 8343 Bruton Road. Mm-hmm. Ready? Get that number one more time. 8343 Bruton Road. And, uh, Service starts at 6 o'clock p.m. All righty. Okay. I really thank you uh, for that information. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh-huh. All right. 8343 Root and Road. All righty. Let's go back to our phone lines and uh, say hello to who, who's next? To uh, Valeria. Who? Valeria on line uh, three. All right, please cut number one off. I right, thank you. I can hear it. All righty. Good morning. Good morning. You on the air? Okay. Yes, I am calling. Um, I thought this was a very interesting subject. Um, whether or not all students should be a, should be bilingual, should learn Spanish, and um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Why not? Knowledge is power. So the more you know, the better you are. And because of the large Hispanic population in Tejas, Texas, Mm -hmm. that's disrespectful. Well, why do you think it hasn't been taught? uh, Because of preconceived preconceived notices of uh, prejudice, actually. You think it's prejudice? Mm-hmm. I absolutely do. If you're in a store and there's Hispanic people minding their own business, having a private conversation, speaking in Spanish, uh, non-speaking Spanish people are intimidated by it. They actually get angry. I've been in a store where I've heard people say, you're in America. 
speak English. Actually, they don't even say speak English. You're in America. Speak American. But they are American, and they're simply having a conversation between two private individuals. Uh, so, um, what about when the, when a person that speaks one language apply for a job and a person that's bilingual apply for a job? Who do you think usually gets a job? The bilingual person. Mm-hmm. Well, you think that'd be another reason to uh, speak English? Uh, it can be. But if Spanish? you're in a job, I, I don't see why not. I, 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 don't, I don't think that um, if you can speak both languages fluently, why, be, why are you being prejudged? Well, uh... That that you you had you said prejudice. <laughs> mm-hmm. From the I think you've already answered your own question. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's prejudice. It's it's absolutely prejudice. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I, I I I've never understood why people get so upset that you're speaking. And sometimes if you're speaking another language uh, loudly in a setting in a public setting. Yeah, people get annoyed because they don't know what you're saying, so they think you're talking about them. Yeah. Well. So that that is one reason. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your call. What do you think okay. we are, and before you leave, what do you think we ought to do about this? Knowledge is power. I think that people need to become more knowledgeable about, about all races that everyone is in this space because God allowed us to be here. And uh, are, are you willing to call officials with DISD or your uh, trustee? Uh, sure. To let them know that you would like to see uh, language we talk to all children, uh, Spanish talk Absolutely. to all children? Yeah, I do. In Pennsylvania, they actually already do that. They are, and I'm, I'm from, I'm from, I'm, I'm a Jersey girl. I lived in Pennsylvania, but in Pennsylvania, in the Bethlehem School District, uh, both languages uh, are taught to children. That's great. That's great. That's great. You're from Pennsylvania. Uh, what mm-hmm. city? What city? Originally? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I lived in a little town called Soccer Town originally, but then I moved to a larger town, Allentown. Mm-hmm. Um prior to moving here to uh, McKinney. Okay. All righty. I, I thank you. Okay. You're mm-hmm. welcome, and thanks for taking my call. Sure. Mm-hmm. Nicholas, the line, 972-647-1893. There we go. We all of our lines are filled. He's taking that last one. All right. Because we have something. How will we get this done? I think a person, a black person, would have to be an idiot not to want to do this. I'll be honest about it. You will help yourself. You learn this. I'm not talking about speaking Japanese or, or Chinese or anything like that. That ain't, when you can't do, uh, get in business and really truly to communicate to some problem, someone that live next door to you, that's stupid. They can mm-hmm. speak your language and you can't speak theirs. That's totally stupid. 
All righty, Pierre, who do we have? We have uh, Miss Jones on uh, line two. Miss Jones? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Miss Jones. Good morning. Yes, go, uh, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, all right. Go right ahead and speak. Okay. This is saying before and BISD is a good thing. I mean, that I agree with you on that. But, I mean, I know you probably don't have the answer to this. But I just wonder if you're pushing for the English language in Mexico. Do they do what? I wonder if they push speaking English in Mexico the way we push speaking Spanish in America. Well, here's what. Which country is the richest? Is the what? Which country is the richest? Oh, us for sure. Hmm? Us, we are. You at? Well, do, do the rich have to learn the language of the poor in the poorest country? Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. No, it's a matter, of, this is a matter of money I'm talking about. It's a matter okay. of wealth. And uh, it, it, it's just it's, uh, it's just one of those things that they want a part of what our ancestors have built, the great wealth of this country, and they can come in and get it faster because this country has another way of discriminating, make everything bilingual. And then we don't have to worry about them black folks. And that's just the way they do things, Okay. Just be real about this whole situation. Well, one other thing. Uh, I think it's still in the seventh spot a long time ago. Now, Spanish is an elective back then. And trust me, everybody ran from it. And I, to this day, I regret I did not take Spanish. But mm -hmm. I just wonder today, is it still an elective? I know you're pushing for, you know, it should be required. But are they even offered in the schools today? It's what? Are they even offering it in school? Like I said, when I was... They might be offering some school somewhere. Some teacher might have taken it on themselves. But I'm talking about make this a requirement from top oh, down. Yeah. That at least two years of Spanish, every child will have to take even Spanish people. Because okay. Americans, we, you know, we, we, we have to take English. And Spanish okay. should be put there. It's just as many Spanish people. Uh, it's more Spanish people uh, speaking people in Texas than there are English speaking people in Texas. Did uh, you know that? That I agree with. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's all I had to say. Thank you so much for your I, program. I thank you for your call. Mm -hmm. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye. Eckler's line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. 647 Who do we have? Uh, we have a concerned citizen on line three. Who? Concerned citizen. All right, on line three. Yes. Yes, I'll uh, bring him up. Hello, good morning. You're on Kino in. Grand Rising. Can you tell us the language of black American? A black American? Correct. Uh, blacks who live in most speak uh, what we call English. So can you tell us the language of African American? Well, it's supposed to be, well, in America, uh, supposed to be English. 
Can you tell me the language of Africans that are here? Wait, wait, come on, man. Don't play with me this morning. Well, where, 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 where do you want? What do you want? Why are you interested in teaching us the language of other people, but we don't know our own language? Because we don't know our own language at this time. It's more vital for African Americans or whatever kind of American you want to call. It's better for us to speak English, at, I mean, uh, Spanish at this time. We can learn that, but this is money. This is survival now, what I'm talking about. So when we pull up to a, a restaurant and we got uh, Spanish people that don't speak uh, English, how are we supposed to communicate with them when they're working on arms? They're, they're supposed to be serving up. I didn't say we're supposed to speak English to them. We can't. If we knew Spanish and they don't speak, uh, they don't speak uh, English, we can speak Spanish to them. That's common sense. Hello? I guess he's gone. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, right. Just bring him on. You don't know his name. Okay. Bring him on. All right. Uh, good morning. You on Ken O'Han? Good morning. Yes. Go, uh, go right ahead. Okay. Pastor Barnett, I want to add to your conversation this morning. Mm-hmm. When you're speaking about the language, when I was coming up and I'm in the age group close to you, so... I mm-hmm. recall when they was first introducing Spanish, they used to say, we have one language in America, everybody has to speak English. Mm-hmm. Now, they were putting applications out back in the day when they started putting Spanish applications, and they said, well, there's a language we're going to need to learn, but the thing about it, we were not taught Spanish, but every Spanish person that came here that spoke Spanish, they gave them classes on English to learn English. Mm-hmm. So they got an upper hand because we paid our tax dollars to teach them English. Mm-hmm. But we're not using our tax dollars to teach us Spanish. Mm-hmm. And we should have just as much Spanish as we have English as far as being paid for by this so-called system. You better believe And it. then they give these jobs to people who are bilingual, but they help them be bilingual because they came here speaking Spanish and not knowing English. Mm-hmm. But they helped them get the English language down. Well. And I blame a lot of that on our educators because, you know, when you was talking about the system of having students being taught automotive mechanics, mm-hmm. aviation, mm-hmm. electronics, all these different classes they done got away from. Now, I grew up in New York, so bottom line, I know we did have those kind of classes because I have an A&P license working with our aircraft and power plants. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I went to school, I went to the military, and I could not stand looking at another airplane after going through four years of schooling for aircraft, then go to the military for four years, mm-hmm. and then I ended up working another profession, right. which I'm not uh, in the air, it's not in the uh, aircraft field, but it was out at the airport in Las Vegas. And I was around aircraft another 10 years. Mm-hmm. So bottom line, I just give up on being in the field. But I said I did a, a job that I'm not ashamed of. It paid me well. It paid me better than some of these teachers that was getting their D, uh, PhDs. So mm-hmm. I'm not complaining. Life has been good to me. And I don't mind sharing and coming up and paying you a visit. I'm the other voice of the person down here in Las Vegas. 
not in Las Vegas. I've been to Las Vegas too, 40 years out there, but I've been here in Texas now 16 years, and I'm down here in a little town called Palestine. We would pronounce it right, Palestine, but they call it Palestine, so I'm in Palestine. And they say, when you're in Rome, you do as the Romans. Mm -hmm. So I just well, want to thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. okay, I'm glad you had a good life. You enjoyed yourself. That's wonderful. You I'm left, still enjoying it. You left from up in, uh, what do you say, New Jersey? No, New York. New York, that's the same thing, right across the river. That's yeah, okay, all. right, across the waters. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and came to God's country. All right, we got you. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. All right, sir. All right, 972-647-1893 is the number to call. We are up against a short break. 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's the all right, we're back and we're talking about Spanish being taught. Mandatory. This is a mandatory class. For at least two years in the Dallas Independent School District. And other school districts around here should adopt the same thing. All of you. All of DeSoto, Cedar Hill, Duncanville, Lancaster, all of them need to be teaching Spanish at least two years. Our children need to learn Spanish. Cedar Hill, Duncanville, DeSoto, Lancaster, and other suburbs, wherever you are. Spanish should be taught. All right, who do we have up here? We have a K on the line two. K? Yes. All righty. Good. All right, bring up. Good morning, K. Good morning, Grand Barnett. How are you? Fine. How are you? Just fine. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to, I'm um, just recently retired educator in Fort ISD, and I did uh -huh. high school uh -huh. uh, for the most of my 30-some uh, years. And that is a graduation requirement for um, learning Spanish. It and, is? Uh, it's a, yes, it's a graduation requirement in Fort ISD to learn Spanish. It's a requirement in um, White Feldman ISD. I know I know about those two because I had kids, you know, to go through those when I taught in Fort ISD. It is a requirement for graduation from, from high school. Now, once a person gets to college, it's also a requirement, no matter what major you're going to have in college, if you're going to go like a four years mm -hmm. to get your bachelor's, you, you have to have... Um, that now, now when I got my bachelor's, I had to have Spanish one, two, three, and four, mm -hmm. which which means which means two years. Two you years. Do, mm -hmm. well, yes, you can do Spanish one the first semester, Spanish two the next semester, but mm -hmm. it is a requirement. Now they generally don't start in our in for what uh, I see until about middle school. But you're right if they start in elementary when the kids' minds are fresh. Mm -hmm. You know, that it would be better. And so it is a requirement. And so then they have it now to where you can either, even uh, before you take the class, mm -hmm. because I didn't get to get it until I went to college. But I was able to sit in and audit a class in mm -hmm. college, mm -hmm. you know, for free to, to kind of get a of it. And then I went from there. 
Mm-hmm. And I totally agree with you uh, that we need that. You know, to be honest, but people go crazy if we just tell the truth. You know who would learn this language faster than anybody? Hmm. First and second graders. That's right, exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> a young child's mind don't is not cluttered with a whole bunch of mess. They they can pick up a, a foreign language just like a boy, a newborn baby can learn to swim uh, uh, faster than an adult. See, You're that, so right. That's just that's some right. things the human mind is is amazing how God made that's us. Right. And that's right. We are not taking advantage of what God is giving us. And we pay taxes like you say. We pay, pay taxes, we pay taxes for this. Jesus. That's right. You're right. And then the other thing is uh, when a child goes to uh, pre-K and kindergarten, they're learning to read so they can still learn how to read the English language and how to read and speak Spanish. Spanish language. That's well. right. They can learn. And the other thing is uh, a lot of our races are mixed, and we have a lot of black chickens, as we call them. Uh-huh. So the Spanish side of the fa- of the family, of that little black kid, is mixed, needs to teach that black kid at home, just like they teach their own uh, Hispanic kids as well. Well, uh, I, I suggest we here in Dallas... Uh, call, learn to call administration and the board of trustees uh-huh. pushing this that we need to teach at least two years of Spanish before you can get a diploma right. in the Dallas Independent School District. That's right. And then, you know, well, and I'm really putting, I'm talking about those other schools, uh, the Dackenvilles yeah. or so. That's still Dallas. That's the only thing is uh, yeah, imaginary right. line. The only thing, that's all that is great old cliff. That's all that is. So let's yeah. be honest about the whole thing. So, okay. And one more thing before we hang up, uh, a lady did call. I wasn't able to get back on it for now. That mm-hmm. program is at Macedonia Primitive Baptist Church on Bruton Road. Okay, yes. A gentleman <laughs> called right after we came on in the 8 o'clock okay. hour and gave us that information. Okay. But I thank okay. you. I thank you for it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Yes, that's right. It's 8343 Bruton Road. All righty. All right. Who do we have? Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? Uh, we have uh, James in Palestine. James in Palestine. Yes. The other guys they call it Palestine. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> All right, James in Palestine. Yes, sir. What's going <laughs> yes, on, sir. man? Yes, sir. Time and uh, we working on it. I appreciate what Robert said that you've been doing and keep our own person pushing towards the higher calling like you're doing as a man of God and. People hear you. It's just that uh, people need to tune in more of those professional people with all those millions of dollars in the Dallas Forward Metroplex up there and around where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm always promoting your program in KNON all well, the time. I you. listen in every morning at 4 o'clock. I heard him about my Brother Porter being up there, going to be at that program. I listened to all that this morning. But in getting back to what you're speaking about, Brother I think a lot of us don't know the Mexican, Mexico and Texas history to know no. what's going on. No. That's what we need to do. Whenever you possibly can in, on the program, let everybody know because people wonder why the Mexican people do like they do and they open all these little businesses. I'm not knocking them at all. Oh, and my no. wife and I talk a lot about I don't blame how they, they are working and they owe me little cantinas like businesses and next thing you know, 
if it, they got more of them, which is okay, mm-hmm. and that's what's going on in Palestine. And the thing about that is, nobody knows. It, this, the thing that happened before the Alamo is what we need to learn more mm-hmm. about because you remember they always say, remember the Alamo. You know why that's the But, they, they, but li- they, they lied when they talked the Alamo. Yes, sir. Jim Bowie and right. David Crockenham, remember, was shot in the back. In other words, they were running away. They <laughs> got yes, shot sir. in the Yeah, I remember <laughs> failed. And they lied and made us think they were heroes. Like heroes. That's right. The yeah. same thing they lied about with Custer. That. Yeah, uh-huh. You remember with Custer, the same yeah. thing. He did made a stupid move and got all those people killed. Yes. But they make them look like heroes. You're right. They and don't, with that said, yes, sir. You know, they just don't... Uh, uh, really tell you how Sid and Bull outfoxed yes, Custer. He outfoxed him and caught him in a trap. Yes, See, they don't did. tell the real truth. He really trapped him into that situation. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, and the rest of it, Reverend Monday, in high school, I graduated, we were the last out of the black class at a school called A.M. Story High School here in Palestine. Well, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Be- mm-hmm. Yes, sir. To be able to graduate, we were required to take Spanish 1 and Spanish 2. We were part of our required class to get credit to graduate. Okay. Did you yes, did you really learn Spanish? I, I, learned, I learned enough to get by. I didn't really. I, at that You're time, just I trying to get by, there. right? Uh-huh. Yes, sir. That's what I messed up. But I'm but, doing better, and I work with different folks like that. You know, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Like, better old look was in Palestine. Uh, yesterday, I videoed it and all, but he spoke Spanish a little bit because somebody asked him about some Spanish people were asking me in the audience about something. He spoke some Spanish here, but he came through Palestine yesterday, and I appreciate what he's doing, and we're looking forward to him being the next governor of Texas mm-hmm. rather than that guy that's sitting up there crazy here. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, man right. in there already is a minute. So y- 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 y'all feel like Hot Wheels got to go down there in Palestine? Yes, sir. Go ahead, get rid of yes, Hot sir. Wheels? Yeah. Yes, sir. Reverend, one more thing. If we all go to school, go to these school board meetings and talk to the, and make sure it's on the agenda, and like we go to the football game, basketball, and we all there for that, mm-hmm. if we go to the school board meetings and get with TEA, mm-hmm. and we listen at this, here's what, why I'm saying what I'm saying. Any agency that receives federal dollars from the federal government cannot discriminate anything, prejudice or anything like that with race or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. the school do get federal dollars. And Mr. Wynn and I used to go to a meeting called the First Report or something where they tell you what they do with those millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people down here with Mr. Wynn and I, they didn't go to the meeting with us. And they stopped. You know, we, they told us why they stopped serving food and inviting people there. But if we go there and hold those people accountable with those federal dollars like Ms. George Foreman and them be saying, mm-hmm. we can hold them accountable and get what you said done and get our tax dollars. But now those federal get, dollars... Those federal dollars, whose dollars are they really? They're our dollars. Thank you. Those are our yes, dollars. Sir, but they, like just the federal government, you know, spreads it out. Yes, that's right. The federal government, Reverend, I apologize interrupting, but the federal government is our big brother to protect us from what Greg Abbott and all these statesmen are trying to do, secession. They're trying to get the states right, and if, you, if the federal government get out of our line, they're going to trample right on over us like a steamroller. People better wake up because this state's right like Greg Allen and all those guys doing. Yeah. If you get out of that federal government, we shown up and you going back into slavery more than you think. Yeah. I appreciate all you do. And as I always thank say, you. Mr. Wynn and I stand ready to be at your side. All right. Thank you. Stay safe and blessed. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Sir. You have a wonderful day. All right. 
Uh, close the line, 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have? Uh, we have uh, Councilwoman Caroline Arnold on uh, line two. Councilwoman yes. Caroline Anna, is this the Dallas Mayor Pro Tem of Dallas? Is this the Vice Mayor of Dallas? Well, something went wrong. Yeah, what? yeah something went wrong. Uh, All right. Two, two, two is gone. Three, all of them pop back on. Uh, if you're on, whoever's on there, speak. And let me see, can we get somebody? This is uh, the vice mayor of Dallas. Just put it like that. Mayor Pro Tim. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, great. So we were disconnected quickly, but I did want to just chime into the conversation this morning, and this is a very fruitful conversation, but if the, chair, if the uh, trustee foreman is supporting uh, this concept of requiring our kids to be empowered so they can have access to more opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, I think we need to understand that. And I'll just quickly say, you know, we've always had parents who talked to us early on about learning the language. My grandfather used to get on me all the time. And the first job I had really needed me to, as teacher in Houston, mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of Spanish-speaking students. Right. So it was uncomfortable during parent-teacher uh, conference night when mm-hmm. you had to talk to the child and the child would speak to the parent and you don't know what the child was saying. <laughs> you don't know if they're translating uh, right. right or not. All you can just right. have to do, right. can do is stand there. Mm-hmm. Right. But I knew a little bit because of the neighborhood I grew up in. So I knew just un poquito and I knew I was in Buenos Aires, but I also had to be, I learned French. Mm-hmm. Very little bit to sure, but not enough to be as proficient in Spanish as I need to be even now as a council member. Mm-hmm. Even with the little bit that I know un poquito espanol, mm-hmm. I still have more script in the language. And so I would continue to, to encourage all parents to get about who's here, what right now is about opening up doors for our children, opening up doors for our communities so that we can speak to our neighbors, so that our communities are stronger. I have mm-hmm. some complaints mm-hmm. about, about Spanish-speaking uh, members in the community. I, I, I don't have time for that. It's about let us figure out how to work together so the neighborhoods that we invest in with our property taxes and our homes, mm-hmm. that neighborhood is stronger and it makes a stronger community and a stronger city. And so I would continue to encourage all of us as parents, grandparents, to understand, as, as someone called earlier about the language of auto mechanics, the language of cosmetology. Mm-hmm. Now we have the of coding, for example, and technology. I'm very blessed that I had a principal when I was in the classroom who encouraged us to get the training in technology because it's opening doors for me now, but coding right. is another language that our children need to be all on top of because mm-hmm. the gap is so wide now between the African-Americans and Hispanics and their white counterparts with writing a language that we depend on on the Internet for our day-to-day transactions. So mm-hmm. Spanish is what we need, and all I can tell you is that everyone would have to make a decision about whether or not they want to move forward or stay in the same place, but I can tell you it is an empowerment tool that will open doors 
for so many folks that they don't realize that the power of being able to use that tongue to be able to communicate and open up doors for them, for themselves and the future. So I did want to just put that in the past and I appreciate it. I'm glad you did, but now, uh, uh, Councilwoman, you do know where I live, right? Yes, sir. Within the last year, I've had three Hispanic families to move on my street. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you, as a councilwoman, and uh, with someone coming later years and everything, if you're going to represent people, you, uh, you'll need to speak their language. Right. I think, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And see, we, we, we're not living reality when we're talking about learning Chinese and everything. Yes, you can learn and learn all you can. But first, be able to correspond with people that are right right there with you, right next door to you, you know. Right. We, need, right. we, we just need to learn this. Right. And I think it's a neighborly thing. We, you know, there's so many options now, Pastor, when you can learn in school, you can turn on your radio, you have internet lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen sometimes to the radio as I'm traveling to work. Uh, you can watch soap operas. There are so many ways to empower, to enhance what you're learning in school. But first, you have to make sure our children understand the importance. And my children were very gifted because we, they were taught at Betty Lynn and she, a daycare right here in Oak Cliff, and mm-hmm. she started teaching uh, Spanish to the children in in kindergarten. Yeah, So, yeah. Right. daycare, daycare. It was just, a, you know, a little bit on Quito, but the point is, they started at an early age, and as you stated, That's right. at that point, they just drain it up. So, I do have one son who took my advice, totally fluent in Spanish, mm-hmm. totally fluent. Mm-hmm. And I have another one who is probably in the next level below him, but mm-hmm. all my children Spanish. Yeah. And so I'm very proud of that. But but once again, it's about education. Education is the key to our success. Very and much. And if, so. if our folks don't understand that, we're going to continue to be behind. So in the neighborhoods where you have Spanish speakers in the community, somebody's got to be the bigger person saying, look, let's come together. We're going to try to work with each other so we can communicate and understand what it takes to make this neighborhood stronger. If you got loud music, we need to work on how you communicate that kind of loud music. Oh, if we need boy. to pick up trash, learn how to call 311, learn how to call 911. But let's work together so that the community will be stronger. But I think the bigger picture that, that Trustee Foreman talked about is just preparing our children. So as Mr. Petrie says, we're not just consumers. We become the entrepreneurs. We become the owners That's of the resources. Right this city. So I appreciate an opportunity just to share uh, my few minutes with you, but it is very important, I think, from where I stand as serving the people that I am bilingual. And so I do know what to do when it, when I have to put in the resources to serve, mm-hmm. I do know what to do and I understand the need of having a bilingual uh, system to all help right. all people in need of. Okay. I thank we you. We appreciate it. Okay, Brainerd, see you. Brainerd, I say Brainerd's notice. What is that? One? I forgot <laughs> which one. I don't know which one is that. One. Yeah, no, I, can't. <laughs> I, I didn't learn it. That's okay. <laughs> good. All right. All right. Okay, good afternoon. We we up against a short break, and 
we nine seven two is six four seven one eight nine three. Well, I could say that in Spanish, could I? Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we gotta take a break, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm gonna kick it with the line, y'all know. It's- All right, we're back. This is our last segment. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. All righty. Bring me one on. Uh, yeah. We, we have uh, Eddie on uh, line four. Eddie? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Eddie. Uh, buenos dias, excelente, uh, senor Barnett. Well, I wish I could... Uh, Well, what is that? Brainer's notes is good night. Or what, 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 good mo- what, which one is good morning? It's a good day. Good day? All right. And okay. excellent day is great. Yeah. As you are. All right. Well, I was a long time ago. I'm too old now. But <laughs> if they put it in the school district, I might would even take a class and make sure I, I can communicate with people around me. And we need to do this. We need to do this. If I, ch- if we want our children to have a halfway fair shot, just a, we know they ne- they're not gonna have a good shot in the next 25 years, but for the next few years, we need to make sure our babies. And really, to be honest, I'd say middle school would be a good. Would you think middle school would be about a good age for them? That's about as old. Uh, as they learn real fast is in middle school somewhere around the sixth of eighth grade. So, what do you think? You are so right. Uh, you know, money talks. You got to be in it to win it. Yeah. And as you say, the majority of the people in this state speak Spanish, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah. And if you're not in it, you will not win it. You not win. You will not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, well, where a white man right. has the balance, those who don't. Uh, speak Spanish, they got the money and they can hire somebody if they need to speak for them. But we can't get just totally left out of this deal. This is about money. I'm talking about this morning. This is about money and moving forward. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gray Reverend. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You are a very astute man. A very, very astute man. You are. Yes. Got some great ideas. You have some great business ideas. And we need to do, uh, get some contacts, get the contact with the people we know. Let you know. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I, I guess we lost him. Yeah, just yeah, we lost okay. him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Carol is uh, winning. She's on the line too. Who? Carol. Carol. Yes. All righty. Good morning, Carol. Uh, Hello. Do you hear me? I can now. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I would like to ask. Uh, I want to know how they get money, you know, Hispanic people. I talked to them. It's all in my neighborhood, all up and down the street. How do you get loans for these grocery stores? We need to have grocery stores. I want to speak, speak the language, too, but I would like to have grocery stores that we own, some black grocery stores. 
Well, well you're right, and uh, we, we need both. We need everything we can get. But now, we used to own black grocery stores. Are you old enough to remember that? I remember that. They all moved out. Or closed down. Well, because they, they, blacks quit going there when they passed the Civil Rights Bill. We walked off and left our buildings, our businesses, and went to others. The, the, well, the, the mom and pop stores were owned by our own people and our community. Take the 60s on back. We own stores in our community. Okay, Gibson's Grocery Store is in West South. Gibson's Grocery Store. I've been there in the flesh. I went there myself. Mm-hmm. He's a black guy. Got a grocery store in uh, West Dallas. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do blacks do business with him well? Oh, yes. He, you know, they usually have to take out your groceries. They mm-hmm. help you and everything. I don't go there often as I should because they say, and, and I'm in no clip. Okay. Gibson's Gibson's Grocery Store. Gibson's Grocery, you know, in West Dallas. All right, yes. that's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And we need a whole lot of them everywhere. Yes. All things, the the corner mom mom and pop store, and different things, different businesses. And, and doing that business, you you want to serve everybody who live in your community, and a yes. lot of Hispanics are. Uh, some of the communities they've taken over is more of them than it is us in some places. And uh, Well, I communicate with them. You know, we say good morning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in that language, but I raise them and talk to them when I can. But uh, they own one whole side of the street. I'm like, oh, my God. I want to know on the real estate, too. They're really building real estate. Yeah. These are two-story and three-story uh, apartment complexes or whatever. Yeah. Growing up all over Oak Cliff and South Dallas. Yeah. Well, we need to we need to be in the in crowd with this. And yes, the only sir. way we can get in crowd, we're gonna need to speak the language of both English and Spanish for today. And I did learn uh have in, uh Spanish in high school. I had it in high school. I spoke it the teacher taught to me, I made a good grade. But I just can't speak it now. I do a little, but I do as much well, as I could. Any language that you do, you can learn a language, and you can forget a language after learning if you don't keep if you don't speak it very oh, often. Oh yeah, that's right. And see, okay, we we uh, we go to church. We talk about how God is is with us, and I and I'm in service every Sunday and everything. What did God require of Moses? that he would learn Egyptian. He said that one of his, he gave him his brother with him, but he had to learn the Egyptian language himself. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. When he go to, that was one of his excuses. He, he couldn't speak the language. God would not accept that dummy excuse that Moses was putting for. I can't speak the language. Yes, you can. You're going to speak the language, and God made him learn it. He went to the... Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the way it happened. Well, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. 972-647-1893. Uh, who do we have, Pierre? We have uh, Sandra on uh, line one. Now. Sandra? Yes. All right. Good morning, Sandra. 
You know, when I was in school, um, in elementary school, we learned to speak Spanish at Julius C. Frazier. We yeah. learned to speak Spanish and we learned to speak speak French. Mm-hmm. So it is gonna it is going to be essential that we all, not just the young ones, but the seniors as well, learn to speak Spanish and to encourage we don't have to go to school. You we've got books like like the uh uh they approach him says, we've got the internet. I'm not sure if you realize that our phones can translate English into Spanish. And with my line of business, I've had to do that many times. Because when a Hispanic walk into the office, they want somebody Spanish. And a lot of times I've had to pass these clients on. So... Mm-hmm. We're going to be left behind. You lost that money? Get books. We don't have to learn. We don't have to wait on the school system. Do it yourself. Well, it yourself. You know, we, you, we pay the school system to do this. We already pay them. Now we want to make them do their job and help educate our children. We're paying for this already. We don't have to. We don't have to do. We can. Do it more at home when they come home, but we're paying them to teach Spanish in school. That is so true. But we, but we're paying them to teach the it's, children a whole lot of things that they're not picking up on. Well, so this is one of them. I can't cover all of them in one show, but this is one of the main things we can't cover. Let's do get one thing done at a time and make sure it's done and done right. Okay, uh, that is so true. But you know, the school system has been in existence for a very long time. A very long time. And we have depended on them for everything. We can't depend on them for everything. Let's do our part, too. While these kids are playing these video games, give them a book to, to look at. Get, give them a that's, book. That's Report all the part. They can, they can do that as their homework in it. But it needs to be taught in school also. And I'm not saying that it does not. But let's do our part, too. Have have our children to learn two or three, four or five words a week. That's easy. They're wasting time on the cell phone. If you you sit down and watch ten people pass by, nine out of ten on the cell phone doing nothing. So, yo, I mean, let's do our part, too. Whatever uh, y'all do system. People, so. people do their jobs. They got a lot of jobs to do with their children. But right now, we got to make sure where our money is going. It goes, it goes, it goes to, for things like this to be taught. And let's make sure they taught because children learn better around other children. Actually, that they do. So then they are they, they're then off to themselves. But it both what you're saying is right. It can be done. But don't let this <laughs> other harvest pass. Looking in another direction. And I'm and I and again I support I support. Yeah, we need a whole lot of things that we've been left behind in doing. But let's not get left behind in this. All right. Hispanic people are going to require Hispanic workers for them. We're going to be left behind. I'm not. All right. Thank okay, you. thank you, ma'am. Clear the line, 972 Who do we have here? Uh, Red Ghost is on uh, line uh, three. All right. 
bring him on. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good morning, Reverend Burnett. Enjoying the conversation like always. Thank hey, you. Uh, for those, uh, we we um, doing a thing. We talked last week about the community service for students of seniors uh, across the metro place, and they still have to do it. Informally, let us know that. And the right information you have to get in to be a part of that uh, is, uh, you know, you got to be researched and found. But what I'm uh, shooting out there to all the parents and stuff that looking for, uh, if they students do not have any, do they kids do not have any uh, community service uh, ideals or something like that? We have a, a deal that we did a couple of years ago with Operation Pensley where we uh, provided uh, different types of jobs to uh, things for kids to create to do their community service, and we have nonprofit organizations behind us. And it's another guy that's coming up pretty good about this Black Wall Street. His name is Kevin Brown. And uh, you're going to hear more about what he's trying to do, and it might be something very interesting to get on board with. But uh, that's what I was calling you about. My mom left the place down here for the, uh, the students, mostly at Townview with the seven classes there, to come in and, and be able to walk across the street to do their community service. And their parents come by and pick them up, and we have grown a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of interest in that. But every time we do that, it's some kind of way that uh, city code, city, we are, we are always wrong. But I've always did the information from the principals that asked me to do this. I didn't go to anybody; they came to me. But the paperwork that uh, uh, is needed for me to to continue, I do not have it. All that look like is uh, a place of junk. But it's all designed where the kids can come in and do their artwork, do their creation and be displayed for the other students to come in and vote on it. Okay, so, where it I goes, then we thank yes, you. Uh, we thank you okay. for your call and comment. All righty. All right, that's the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have up here? We have uh, Liza on uh, line two. Liza? Yes. All right. Good morning, Good morning. Liza. Good morning, family. How are you doing today? Fine. How are you doing? I'm good. God is good, right? Yes, he is. Better than good. Uh, amen. I just want to let you know, I'm listening to your uh, KON, the voice of the people's comments. I get it. I get it where you're coming from. But do keep in mind, it's our turn to keep these kids safe, to be the better person, have better communication with these people at all, at all cultures. Not just, you know, the minorities. At everyone, why we want to make the world a better place? Can huh? I get an amen? That's right. Okay, we want to make the world a better place, and we can yeah. make the world a better place. But we got to Absolutely. learn to communicate, learn each other's history, learn to work together. There are certain things been put, been put up in our school system to keep us apart because it was designed for white males. But yes, this know. must be broken down and make the school system work for everybody, not just white males. Okay? Right. This not just is. one single culture. But listen, you people have a great day. I mean, not you people, you family. Our family, KON, please have a, a nice, wonderful day. I've been praying for each and every one of us, and he's praying. And you know what? Yes. Listen, come out of your soul. Just let him out. He'll get, he'll, God never will leave us or forsake us. He promised us. So, All right. you know, just take him out. All right. I do thank you, my friend. I thank do you. thank you for Thank you thing. very much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. All righty, bring on, bring on another call. 
This is the last. Well, it's 8.58 now. We're getting ready. All ready. Okay, we have a great... Our, our Starbucks have arrived and come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I ride first class with coffee here. <laughs> this, this is not coach. <laughs> this, this is nothing but the best. Yes, right. first class, yeah. Yeah, well, I tell you, well, I, I, I ain't going to put no call on because I couldn't stay with no caller but a few seconds anyway. But we thank you for calling me and call in earlier next week. Maybe you can get in. Thank you. May the Lord bless you. You're coming up. It's Workers B. So I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here and run. Y'all have a wonderful one. Did for a day. See you tomorrow morning, 930, on Marion Barnett Senior Church. Uh, uh, well, I'm, I almost called church information, but uh, it's our church. Yes. Heaven is joy. Bye-bye.